0: This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go,
1: grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. Listeners, we have three favors to ask of you right at the beginning. So, Michael, what's our first favor for our listeners?
0: Submit a question. You can do that in one of two ways. You can download our Village Church of Barlett app um, right on the opening page of that. It says submit a question or you can go to VCOB.org uh, on our homepage. Uh, it's a little button that says Village Church Q&A podcast. Click that. Submit a question and we will get to it very, very quickly. That is our, that's our goal.
1: All right. And then our second big favorite ask.
0: Share it, share it, share it. And, yeah. Uh, y- you know, this is a great way just to spread the love, have great
1: dialogues, even if you disagree, you know, yeah. let's, let's start a have little conversations argument. with your friends. Amen. There we go. All right. three. And the third one is rate and review as the iTunes I store. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot. Oh my. No, we want you to rate and review and if all possible, five stars. Be great. All right. Listeners. Here's our question for today. When do I confront a manipulative slanderer? See, this is a catch because oh, yeah. Yeah. if
0: you confront a slanderer, they're likely going to slander you yeah. even more, which is the, which is the hard part. Mm-hmm. And um, so, so in most circumstances, manipulative slanders should be dealt with uh, if it is at this level. I mean, I, actually, I'm really curious who the person is that asked the question it would be good to know about this one it would be and i'm hoping that they are not in our church and uh, that they are not referencing you and i
1: (laughs) that would be a a big big
0: for sure secretly i turned in the question um but uh i did not actually so um (laughs) so if you're at this level of manipulation if you're at the level where you are ruining somebody else's reputation with the goal of of having an agenda to get or acquire something that that might be one of the saddest Saddest well, things. And yet, this is normal. Mm-hmm. People speak negatively of someone else to forward their own personal agenda. And sometimes the personal agenda is I'm going to speak negatively about somebody else so that you have a higher view mm-hmm. of myself. Yeah. Um, makes me look better or feel better or something of that sort. Never
1: no. a good thing to do. No, so make yourself look good by making someone else look bad.
0: Yeah, it's actually childish. That's what mm-hmm. that's what kids do, and um, we don't do that as mature adults. Uh, at least we shouldn't be. So let's just let's just focus this question. Um, let's say this person is in the church, and uh, Matthew eighteen speaks to this. This is the confrontation passage, if you will. That's and right. Unfortunately, um, most people are not going to confront a manipulative slanderer because they know it's just going to increase. Manipulative slander. Mm -hmm. And so to protect ourselves, we don't do it. But here's the deal in the church, um, we have to address sin, even if the addressing of that sin might make our life more
1: difficult. Totally agree with that.
0: So um, the majority of times, uh, people, I would say the vast majority of people in churches, do not address sin or we'll say um, wounding or hurt experiences Mm. real time because they're afraid of confrontation, afraid of how the person will respond or afraid that it will come back negatively to them or afraid of that person is going to think that they're just a baby or that they're weak or like, I can't believe that's an issue for you. And there's a million reasons why not to, but let's just get above the fray. If you have somebody in your church community that is living in sin you have an obligation to Jesus Christ to go directly address that person.
1: And, and honestly, it is not loving to let that manipulative slanderer continue. Correct. Lovingly confront them and just challenge them. You know, is what you're saying, is it true? Is it helpful? Is it godly? Yep.
0: And so like this last week, um, I heard somebody came to me and uh, they said, hey, I heard this. My question to them was, did you hear that from the source? Mm -hmm. Found out it was three sources removed from the original experience. And I was able to look at that person and say, what you just told me is gossip. Right. Satan loves gossip. Jesus hates gossip. And I said it just like this. Yeah, good. And you need to not repeat that ever again because you have no way of knowing whether it is true or it is not true. Um, I heard of another circumstance where somebody came to me this week and said, so and so is gossiping. And my response to them is... Did you go talk yeah, to someone? Yeah, did you so? confront them? Why are you gossiping about them to right. me? That they're gossiping, you know, and um, and so like part of this uh, reality is that um, manipulative slanderers, gossips, people in general, we create fear around ourselves, which prevents people from coming and talking to us. So um, my big, just strong encouragement is: be bold, be courageous, be loving, and. Um, if you have the hunch that somebody is doing that, just tell them, I had a hunch and I love you enough to do that. If they don't respond well, bring somebody else with you to talk to them. And uh, and at that point, if they don't respond well to that, you can always bring a pastor into that conversation. Right. Um, <clears throat> but there's just too much at stake to let sin go. But this, this one is slander. I want to just say this thought. Satan loves slanderer. He is called the accuser. He is he loves making false accusations, particularly against God's people. He loves spreading rumors um, and if you find yourself strongly um, just say compelled toward this, um, what I want you to know is you're not making God happy, you're making Satan incredibly joyfully happy and you're functionally doing his will. It's like when Jesus, Looks at Peter and says, Get behind me, Satan. He's not saying he's actually Satan. What he's saying is, you're not doing my will. You're, you're doing Satan's will. Satan happy. Yeah. And I don't want to do that in any way, shape, or form. So we <clears throat> this message also comes out of a sermon that I gave uh, months ago called Love Endures, uh, or Love Endures All Things from 1 Corinthians 13. And um, and so what what this means is that when a Christian is in another relationship with another Christian, um, we endure hard things. We push through them. We work it out. Um, this doesn't necessarily apply to non-Christians because – when when I am enduring with a Christian, I believe they have the Holy Spirit. I believe that no matter how hard it is, this is able to be to be reconciled. And so um, the question this person actually was asking is: if love endures all things, then should I just put up with their manipulative slander? And I would say, no, part of enduring with somebody is loving them biblically, which requires you having a conversation. My my I would say one of my bigger sadnesses about being a pastor is how many people will not have direct conversations with somebody that they sense is in sin or that that person has hurt them, but they're also not able to just let it go. Yeah. And if you're not able to let something go, because love does cover a multitude of sins, there are some things that people do to me. Some of the things we just need to let go. And I'm just like, you know, I can let that one go. But there's some of them, if I'm holding on to them and my heart won't let it go, um, I have a responsibility for reconciliation with that person. That is absolutely right. And um, this this is what I would probably say at Village Church and most churches I know is one of the greatest weaknesses. It is the fear to be honest. Here's what we mm. say about our staff. Mm-hmm. Um, just to give you an idea of how we do things. Um, one of my favorite one liners is we address the hunch. And <laughs> yes. uh, so if I, I, I might just have a hunch that you're doing something inappropriate. I would rather address the hunch and be wrong than not address it and have that hunch turn into a deep root that becomes a bigger issue. Because Satan will
1: run with that. Right. He he will run with that hunch and we will believe the worst about the person in the situation rather than believe the best. And if we don't confront, if we don't challenge the hunch, then we'll never know. Right. And and then if there is sin on the other person's part, at least we can deal with it. Yep. So now,
0: now let me get a little bit uh controversial okay and <laughs> not uh, you not you No, we may no you may like it's the end of this statement and say let's re-record this and that's fine yeah um because sometimes i say things audience that uh, are more opinion and less helpful and mm-hmm. uh, we try to edit those out <laughs> so at village here's what i've noticed um men have a lot easier time being direct with men than women do with women.
1: Uh, I guess that's the way we're wired. Uh, I
0: I can't say it's a man. I can just say in my experience, I think it's a man and a
1: woman thing. And that's my opinion. Right. I can go to a dude and I can say, what's
0: wrong with your son? Mm. And he'll be like, what do you mean? And I'll, I'll explain to him and he'll be like, oh it's interesting. Let me think about that. Right. Mm -hmm. And if, if a woman goes to another woman and says, what's wrong with your son? What do you mean? Are you saying I'm not a good parent? You know, like we get all mama bear or whatever. Right. And, uh, It's interesting because the freedom for women to address sin directly with other women, what I have observed is significantly harder. Now, what I have seen is that women, if they have a concern, they will address a man. Um, There's something about the – we'll just say the male culture of the village church that is more approachable than the female culture. I'm not saying every man is equally approachable. (laughs) I'm just saying – when I when women come to me and say I have this issue or this frustration with this person, um, and I say, could you please go talk to them? They, if it's a dude, they almost always do, but if it's yeah. a woman, they almost always don't. Mm. And uh, I would just give a challenge to our ladies because this is the Village Church Q and A podcast, and if the supply is broader than that, then great. Um, and it's
1: likely it will. It will, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, lovingly be willing just to address sin issues you see in people. And here's one that I think is just really good for people to hear. And, um, hey, you know what? Um, I don't feel safe telling you what I really think, which is a problem. It is a problem. And I wanted to just tell you that I found myself being hesitant to be honest with you. That would crush
1: me to hear someone say that.
0: um, And it would, but that's why people don't say it. Yeah. But would you rather know?
1: I would rather know. And deal with it. Yep. Even if it is hard. Deal with it up front.
0: Right. And and then I can look at them and say, I know you don't want that benefit of the doubt. Nobody wants to be like that ever, you know? So just even saying like, I know that's not your heart. I know you don't want to create that atmosphere around you, but I'm afraid to tell you what I really think. And, and, um, I, I, I think most people, most are willing to hear that Mm. and it will be hard, but it's good. Yes, it is. Uh, And if they don't respond well to that, well, then, you know, you can either bring another person with you or you can just say, that's probably not a relationship that's going to be life-giving for me. Mm -hmm. If they can't even hear that I don't feel safe enough to be honest and work through that, then probably this isn't a relationship. Which brings me to the bigger answer to the question. If you have a manipulative slanderer, Probably the best thing to do is not be in an intimate relationship with them. Yes. And those are the kind of people that are going to be toxic. And um, I think there are a lot of people who have some friendships that they just need to let go of.
1: Yeah, they need because to they're toxic. sever those relationships yep. because that relationship is going to identify. They are going to identify with that slander. People will instantly say, well, you're a friend of this slander. So yep. therefore, you must be like them.
0: Yep, and I'm a fan when we walk away from friendships to tell them exactly why we're walking yep. away. Why am I walking away? I can look from and you?
1: say like, "Hey, I love you, um,
0: but you do gossip a lot. Um, I've tried to bring it up to you, and it's just not good for me to hear this mm-hmm. stuff. So I just want you to know, like, there's gonna. I just need a time of distance, and I, I get all the relational weirdness that comes with that. Um, but if that conversation does not catalyst put them in a catalyst to repent. Yeah. Um then you've made the right decision to kind of just say, hey, this is probably a friendship that isn't 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 great for me.
1: I, I totally agree.
0: So I hope that helps. I know it's bigger than manipulative slander. Um, and I'm sorry for the person who has to deal with this. And uh, I pray that that may never be said about you, or Tim. Um, <laughs> I hope we not. Maintain a humble heart and people would be able to address us real time. Um, because I'm not perfect. The gospel declares over my life that I'm a sinner who's fallen short of the glory of God. And when people tell me that I am not perfect and I haven't done the best or that I could do better, then I should receive that and say, "Oh yeah, Jesus told me that." And by following Jesus, I admitted to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when people tell me that I haven't done the perfect job, I can say, "I received that because yeah. that is actually what Jesus declares over me." But I'm loved anyway. So I hope That's that helps her. All right. Our, our, Process so
1: lovingly that. confront that manipulative slander. Manipulative slander. Can you say that five uh, times fast? Not in your life yeah. I'm not going to try to say that five times fast. Me neither. <laughs> well, listeners, we hope this has been helpful. And again, just so that you are very clear, what we're dealing with is a manipulative slander either in or outside the church. And in Proverbs six sixteen, God talks about things that he hates. And this is one of the things that God hates is someone who will intentionally try to destroy friendships, destroy the body of christ so listeners thanks for joining us today please come back next time when we answer the question is it okay to get angry with my kids